How are we going, mates? Ryan Roland Smith here, Grant Balfour about to join me. We have got a fun show. Baseball is officially back. We're going to dive into a whole bunch of topics from free agents. Where are they going? We're going to talk about the CBA, some of the things we like, we don't like, some of the things that really didn't make a whole lot of headway, which we're hoping that we're going to make a whole lot of headway. But we've got a lot to talk about. We also have our All In moment, that new segment brought to you by All In Energy Drink. One more thing before we get into it, guys. I know I mentioned this last time, uh, talking about the floods in Lismore. Our friends up in Lismore, if you if you listen from Australia, you know all about it. If you're in the US, you probably don't know a whole lot about it. Basically, Lismore is a small town which has absolutely embraced baseball. It it has turned into a baseball town. The council just put a bunch of money into building these amazing facilities and they are home to so many good baseball events. Well, they were completely underwater. It was devastating. They lost everything. So I'm raising money. Grant Balfour and myself were on Cameo. I've dropped my price to 15 bucks. So go on. If you want a shout out from Grant, myself, over at Cameo, um, please click. Uh, either of us, or you can go to our website. If you go to www.thetopstep.com slash pitch in, or you'll see it in there. It says pitch in for Lismore. Click on that. And you can go through that way to get to our cameos. Basically any shout out you want. If you want some silly Australian shout out or a happy birthday, or just say what's up. Mine's 15 bucks. Can't remember what Grant did, but I know he dropped his price. And if you want to donate more, Hey, uh, more the merrier. Thank you so much. You can add a tip and that all that money is going towards the, uh, the far North coast baseball association to help them out, man. They are struggling right now. They need some help. So with that being said, we've got a great episode. Make sure you subscribe if you're a new listener. Make sure you tell your mates. We've got a lot of good stuff coming up as this baseball season kicks off. All right, I'll leave you to it. Enjoy this episode as Grant Balfour joins me right here on the Top Step. No matter what happens, Ryan Roland Smith has something to tell his grandkids right here. First appearance of the big leagues. <laughs> Hall of Famer. Famer. <laughs> Especially if he strikes them out. Here comes the one-two pitch to Junior now. The breaking ball. He struck him out. Yeah, that will be a story for the rest of his life <laughs> as he strikes out Ken Griffey Jr. And the inning is over. But what an inning it was. As six. Victor Martinez and Grant Belfort join and benches and cleared. My goodness. This this is Grant Balfour being Grant Balfour. Yeah. He he is, as you mentioned, Jim, he's amped up. He talks a lot. It's not personalized, but he talks a lot. In fact, he has the demeanor of a guy that wants to fight you. You'll never say that I'm not killing them. Kill, kill, killing them. Killing them. Kill, kill, killing them. Grant, we are back, mate. How you doing? Good, buddy. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. You're on holidays. Yeah, mate. Home away from home, mate. It's got a new place down here on the beach, so uh, trying to enjoy it. You know, a little spring break. Sitting down on, on the veranda. Yeah, no, <laughs> not veranda, mate. I got, uh, I'm kind of huddled up here, but yeah, just just in front of me, I'm sitting on the water. So, it's oh, it's nice. G- give us a look. Oh, look at that, fantastic. This is what uh, ten plus years in the show gets you. Little little side place down on the water. I love yeah, it. Got the hurricane shutter up there behind me. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 How's the how's the insurance work? Yeah. Do, you, do you get? Ah, it's a rip off. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, like, yeah, I can push a button, remote control. That thing will go up in the, in two seconds, and uh, you know it's all open air. But now you can hit the buttons, and uh, yeah, it all closes it up, mate. And these windows are basically bulletproof that they put on these places. 
so you can text a hurricane, you know? Is yeah. there, so when you're buying a place, can you like go like, yeah, the cheap version and just go, oh yeah, this is a good price. But then you realize it doesn't have any of the hurricane shutters or windows. <laughs> yeah. Well, typically like, yeah, you buy one of the older places, right? Around here. It's probably, yeah, big wind comes through and yeah, good night, Irene. Good night, Irene. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. But uh, yeah, the, the new build, the new codes and stuff like that, they're all going to be pretty bulletproof you know yeah right I, I bet well anyway mate well this is this is a fun episode we're just gonna sort of roll into different topics obviously the new collective bargaining agreement i, I was pulling my hair out i found out last week i was on a chairlift i was i was on holidays last week on a ski trip love, uh, it. love it mate that's awesome yeah it was great but uh it was just it, it made the, the ski trip a lot more fun man. i'm telling you right now when you you know find out baseball's back so a lot to get into today and now you're starting to see these free agents start to roll out. Uh, I, I thought, I'll be honest with you, and I'll get into this. I thought Carlos Correa, right? Yeah. I thought for sure he, he, there was something already in the works, even during the lockout. I know they can't talk. Yeah. And I thought it was just going to be announced. Boom, here's a 10-year gazillion yeah, right, dollars. Right, <clears throat> yeah, he's holding out though, dude. He's like, no, screw it. He, this, I, I think yeah. he's not going to – I don't think he's going to sign until the end after spring training, but that's my prediction. But before we get into that, Let's get into the word of the day, mate, because I have been this the last couple of weeks and I'm about to be this as well. One of my favorites, flat out. Flat out. Jeez, mate. <laughs> flat out. You're kidding, mate. Yeah, mate. You've been flat out, haven't you? Oh, yeah. I've been flat out, mate. You've been, absolutely, you've been absolutely flat out, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. About to be, I'm about to be flat out. I did, I did some uh, radio. A couple of days on the radio. A couple of days on the radio. I'm doing Root Sports is back. Old, the old yeah. uh, TV. The old telly, yeah. got to get a haircut. Have a go at this. Oh, wow, mate. Yeah, clean up that mop. Yeah, that's why I'm wearing a hat. But yeah. uh, no, flat out, mate, just really busy. Great word. You can use that in, even in the States and I'll probably catch. I was like, mate, sorry, I just been flat out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What have you been up to, mate? <sighs> just flat out. <laughs> yeah. You get down to the pub. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's like you get down to the pub, someone looks at you. It's oh, yeah. like, oh, where have you been, mate? It's already 7 o'clock. Sorry, yeah. mate, I've just been flat out. Works good. <laughs> yeah, then just crack right into one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Skinner and you, so thanks, you got, mate. Dude, you got some catching up to do, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so your shout, isn't it? Yeah, it's already your shout. <laughs> We're five or six deep. Boys have been here since three o'clock. <laughs> knocked Friday off early. <laughs> three o'clock. Yeah, knocked around. off early. That's going to be one of the next ones. Knock off. Yeah. <laughs> knocked off. <laughs> the, the, the work site, the, the the work site's just an absolute mess. Up. Yeah, three o'clock, boys. Friday, just, just leave down, it. Mate. Let's go. <laughs> leave them there. They'll be there Monday. Yeah. Flat out. So flat out, great word. You can use that for you Americans listening. Mate, I've been flat out. Hopefully, we, yeah. Hopefully, we get flat out here once this baseball season oh, starts. Mate, the something. way this, uh, the way they're signing these, um, these agents and these teams have been flat out. It's been yeah. a frenzy, mate. It's been a signing frenzy. It has been a ton of minor league deals. You notice that too. You just see like yeah. so-and-so minor league deal, so-and-so. So all these deals that, by the way, when you see that, it's not like they're just going, yeah, you, you. no, no, this, this is the stuff that's been discussed during the lockout, but they can't announce it or do anything because the kid's getting, or the kid or the player's getting uh, sent to big league camp. You know what I mean? So you can totally see that, but you just see all these minor league guys just sort of wrapping up their minor league deals. And then you start to slowly see the trickle effect. Like the Mariners just made a, 
a move that yes, people are on the fence about. Jesse Winker and uh, Suarez from the Reds. That was a trade. They only gave up. I'll be honest with you, mate. And I know we've got a lot of Mariner people listening. Love the trade because the one guy, Brandon Williamson, six foot six lefty, they gave him up. He was going to be good. But the yeah. other two guys, Jake Fraley and uh, Justin Dunn, good riddance. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, and good, yeah. listen, good dudes. Justin Dunn's been on the show, but if you can get a guy like, guy like Jesse Winker, who made the All Star team last year, yeah. uh, and Suarez, who you know had a down year last year, man, if you can get those two guys, yeah. they're just giving up one guy who could turn out to be really, really good. And Jake Fraley and Justin Dunn, they've had enough time to sort of prove themselves at this level, yeah. hasn't quite worked out. So, you know, that's a great move, but it's, it's tough, man, because we're talking about Carlos Correa. Like, you're just assuming that, oh, it's going to be a frenzy, blah, blah, blah. Well, you've talked about this before on the show. That's that domino effect, right? Where he has to sign and that slows up everyone else behind yep. him, right? Chris Bryant, yep. Trevor Story, that big dude has to fall. Uh, it has to go. And then the other guys, the other dominoes start to fall, right? Well, usually that's the case, but I, I'm seeing something different, I feel like, this year. Just because the, the window is so tight right now. And there's really not a lot of time. Typically, that's the case, I feel like. But I'm finding that uh, the window's closing on Freddie Freeman, something like that. You know, you'd think, oh, we're waiting for Freddie Freeman to sign. But then Olsen, Matt Olsen gets a big trade, goes to Atlanta, signs that? an eight-year deal in his hometown. I mean, that guy's on cloud nine right now. I can't believe what just happened to himself, probably. You've got to pinch yourself. You're in your hometown, mate. You get an eight-year deal and you're playing for the team that you grew up loving and passionate about. So great for him. Yeah, I mean, I, I do know that domino effect, waiting for those big guys to sign. But I, I feel like there's teams that are like, hey, if you're going to hold out, we're going to go in and get someone else. Yeah. Like the Yankees have a little push for Freeman there. And the next thing you know, well, it's not going to work out. we go get Rizzo on a two-year deal for 32 yeah. mil. Right. So there's been a bit of that. It's definitely one of those markets where you got to be a little bit careful. If you hold out for too long, yeah, you might minimize your the teams that are actually running right. to sign you. And then it might come back to bite you, you know? What's so going there's definitely on? a strategy there. What's going on with the Braves and Freeman, man? I Because we talked, yeah. as soon as that World Series was done, it's like, yeah, he's going to be a Brave for life. I mean, we haven't talked about in okay. you know, episodes before this. We talked about how awesome it was seeing Edgar Martinez with the Seattle Mariners, Derek Jeter with the Yankees, seeing these guys just be lifelong players with that organization. And yeah. Freddie Freeman is no doubter, right? Like he was going back. What happened, dude? Yeah, the one, the World Series, you're thinking, yeah, he's going back for sure. They're going to throw the checkbook at him. But I believe they did offer him some money. But um, as far as knowing the numbers and whatnot, you know, they couldn't agree on something. So they chose uh, to trade for Olsen and went went a different route. So yeah. looks like, mate, I'm surprised by this, but I don't know how big of a deal it is. But the Rays are in on Freddie Freeman. They got you got the Padres. They say you got the Red Sox. Most of the American League East teams are actually in on him. The Blue Jays were until uh, the Blue Jays, man. I mean, can they even add to that lineup? It was ridiculous until they went out and, and made a move. I, I see right now at the moment Dodgers, Red Sox, honestly. But they yeah. say the Rays are in it as well, which is very interesting. Love to see him come down here to Tampa and have a bat in the lineup like that. I mean, you know. You never complain to have that guy in your lineup. It's a, a huge addition. Is it as simple as like, you know, if you're a fan listening to this and, you know, whatever team, whether you're here in the States or back in Australia, if you're looking at this, is it one of these things that these teams are just really smart and they can just 
foresee the future of Freddie Freeman or they see something, maybe there's an injury and, you know, he's in our liking, it's going to be, he's 32 years old. Like, all right, yeah. it's going to take us to when he's 40 years old, you know, Olsen's 28 or is it just simply come down to, and you've, cause you've been in this situation before. Does it simply come down to, Hey Freddie, here's a huge deal. We want to resign you. Uh, and then, then they go back and forth and the agents tries to push for a little bit more money. I get it because they have that kind of leverage. Then the lockout happens yeah. in the Freeman camp. He's like, well, maybe I can go back to the West coast. I grew up there. Maybe there's something else out there, but we can't do anything. And then all of a sudden, boom, this rush comes on. The Braves like, look, we can't wait around. See ya. Olsen. Thanks. And Freddie Freeman's yeah. like, Oh, hold on a minute. Uh, whoops. Is it that simple or is it way more? Is there way more to this, mate? You've been there before. I don't really know the inside as far as from the team's point of view, where their where their standpoint is. But they obviously had must have known that Freddie was. They were too far off, or they just had a feeling they couldn't get him back for what he was looking for, and they chose to go and trade for Olsen. He's four years younger. He's got great upside. He's obviously see what the guy's done. Did you play with Olsen with the A's? No, no, I didn't. No, he was he came a little bit after that. He, he was in um, he was in rookie ball. Eaton. Yeah, I mean he was dra- he was Sangers. But um <laughs> but yeah, he probably uh maybe in the minor leagues or or maybe he wasn't even maybe he wasn't even I don't even know when he was drafted, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm yeah, he was on the fast track, probably like, like that. But yeah, mate, I, I He's a good talent. Him. Yeah, he's top talent, mate. Could swing it. He's a good um, <laughs> He's an all rounder. <laughs> Yeah, he's definitely an all-rounder, mate. He's, uh, you know, handed out contracts like that. You know, you know the guy can play. You know, yeah. uh, you know he's going to be a mainstay there. So, but yeah, with Freddie, you know, I don't, I don't know too much personally about the guy, but uh, obviously California native. So maybe he's like, well, hey, if I don't get my money here, I got other teams that will. You know, I'd love it here. I've lived, uh, you know, I got a house here and whatnot, but I won't be mad if I got to go somewhere else. Yeah, and, and you know how it goes. Sometimes this comes to whoever's going to throw down the, the most dollars, you know? Yeah. And I think there's some guys out there too, and I'm not speaking for him, I'm just saying this. Just, you see a guy get 30 and he says, I'm only being offered 25. This guy's getting 30. Why, why shouldn't I get 30? So he right. goes and chases that 30 that he yeah. very well is entitled to. Yeah. So, yeah. Is Carlos Correa, is he going to wind up just going, you know, I need to play. It's April. It's the end of April. Am, am, yeah. Is he just going to sign on? To, sign on? Is he just going to sign yeah. a one-year deal and gamble on? You know, get, nah. just sort of bet on himself a little bit. I mean, nah. no, right. not not when you got three hundred. If you got three hundred million on the table, there's there's no way you just sign a one million dollar. I don't see it at all. A one-year deal. Okay. I'm talking about just sign a one-year, a one-year deal. deal for forty million. Someone was going to give him forty for one million. I don't. I just don't know if I yeah. see it. The other thing is, he you see these guys holding out. You see Freeman's not with anyone yet. They're not in camp. Was ever signed. Korea, the same, wherever they are working out, whether it's hometown or wherever they are at the moment doing their workouts, staying in shape, ready to go for when they get that call, they're going to jump on a plane and in 24 hours, they're going to be doing a, a physical and they'll be on that field before you know it. Wouldn't you think that you'd want those guys turning double plays with, especially a guy like Freeman, knowing that he's not going back to the Braves with the same team, he's going to maybe the Red Sox, the Rays or someone. Yeah. You want him to be around that team, around the environment, you know, it's 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 almost like you sign the last day. It's almost like getting traded. Here you are. You get thrown into a new environment, new clubhouse, trying to get to know everyone. You got to get your feet wet. You got to get settled in. 
you want to learn the plays, you want to understand what the what the club's trying to do, all the different plays that they've got, the whole nine, you know, and just feeling comfortable in the field. And, and, and just closing the window on that every day that they don't sign. That's a great point, and that, that's something that gets overlooked because everyone's like, oh, he can just roll in last day yeah. and, and off he goes because he's a veteran. He, no, 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 but there, there's so much more to it than that. I mean, what if he rolls in and he's got this kind of chip on his shoulder because it took that long or he didn't get the money he wanted, and all of a sudden yeah. you don't quite know what you're getting here when you're bringing him in. I'll, I'll be honest with you, Sean Figgins, right? He came over. I'm not throwing any dirt on him. He yeah. didn't play well with the Mariners. He came in. There was this element where he – wasn't happy about something constantly. Dude, it was hard to be around this guy. I'm telling you right now. And it yeah. just, we, 2010, we had all these big expectations and everything else. He, him and Casey Kochman, now the guy that came in and there was just something they just weren't constantly happy about or, or something was better. The grass was greener on the other side or you know, when I was with the <clears throat> Angels, this, that, and the other. Maybe, dude, just, it was, maybe they just settled and signed there. Whatever. I mean, Vicky's got a huge deal, mate. Like he got a massive yeah. four-year deal. And it's I'm sitting there like, dude, it was exhausting, man. It was exhausting to be around. It was just like, oh mate, we get it. Like, you know, you're not happy here. I totally understand. Like, so yeah. if, if something like that happens, it's just like it just throws the whole dynamic off for sure. Scott Service said with the Mariners a couple of days ago on the radio, we heard, you know, look, it doesn't really matter because it's not like football where you have to learn the plays or learn your receivers from a quarterback and stuff like that. Yeah. But it does, man. I, I still, you're right, man. And the other part of it is too, regardless of you're going to hold out for a 10 year, 300, four, whatever the hell it is, right? I get yeah. that. I understand that. That's the tactic. But you've got yeah. to be sitting home going, man, let's go. Like, I just want to get into camp. I've been sitting through this lockout. It's yeah. my big free agent. You know, I want to celebrate this contract a little bit and I want to go off and get with a team. No, I 100% agree, mate. But as much as, like you said, yeah, you know, it's not a football team and you're running on these plays. I, I get that. But, but, mate, you, you need to be in the clubhouse, settled in, get to know everyone, meet everyone. Oh, yeah. You know, you, you're basically saying that you're going to have that first day that everyone's doing now when you get to camp, you know. Yeah. And it's like, it's just different. And and, and game time at bats, where's he going to get his game time at bats and his game time stamina? Is he What's he going to play and what leagues he going to play in? Does he go and play, like, on the backfield in – Arizona at some local high school, you see Freddie Freeman taking swings. Or <laughs> yeah, it's not the I same. Mean, where, do you, where, where do you get your game time in? That's not yeah, the same. I mean, you got, you like, you remember, Daniel, remember last episode, Daniel Bard said he was literally in in jeans and a flannel throwing yeah. a sandlot game. <laughs> it's like, you're kidding, are you? Yeah, what is it? It's yeah. fun and it's whatever, but it's just not. You got you to gotta take the field. You got to put those cleats on. You got to get back in the swing of it. But yeah, I mean, people have done it before. Uh, I think well, I got a story for you. That held out, I think, along a few years back with the Phillies, didn't he? Who's when that? He was signing. I think Bryce Harper didn't sign until yeah. the start of the season. Well, remember, well, I, I'll tell you a story on that. Manny Ramirez, when he was re-signed with the Dodgers 2009, right? He comes in, and that was back when one, it was one of the first guys not to sign until you got into spring training, deeper into spring training. This guy rolls in. I'll never forget it, mate. I wasn't with the Dodgers, obviously. Yeah. But I, I heard the announcement he signed. He comes in. He's like, I'm back. He does his press conference, whatever, in Arizona. Yeah. He's at Glendale. Well, I'm on the bus driving mm-hmm. over. I'm pitching against the Dodgers that night. Yeah. I'm thinking to myself, oh, yeah, man, he just signed with him. He's not going to play tonight because he just got there. Sure yeah. enough, <laughs> rolls in this guy. He's in the four hole. Yeah, he was. So <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, I'm pitching that night. Uh, he comes up in the second inning, right, to lead off the inning. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I can't believe it. Like, is he taking BP? or? <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. I was, I was, this is what I was thinking. And I, he rocks up. And this is no joke. You can look this up, mate. 
He yeah. rocks up and the whole place stands up, standing over. They're all happy. You know, he sort of does this one of the yeah. crowd. I'm like, all right, yeah, 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 mate. Jump in there. Let's go. Yeah. I throw a fastball down the middle. I'm thinking to myself, I'm just going to throw pitches around the strike zone because he's not, he's not yeah. swinging, you know? Yeah. Fastball down the middle, you know, strike. Next one, middle in, whack, bomb. <laughs> Damn. And my mom said this funny thing was, my mom had Google alerts set up on a phone. If my name pops up, she's yeah, just yeah. the keyword Roland Smith. And she yeah. gets a did it, did it. So she yeah. said the phone starts going, did it, did it, because it basically was the yeah. everyone's freaking out that Manny Ramirez is like, yeah. just did a home run. And my name was attached because I was the dude That's pitching. <laughs> <laughs> and she's oh. like, my phone was going bananas. It was so funny, mate. But yeah, um, yeah. I was just like, is this guy Mom's- kidding? Just yeah. rolls in, just takes a monster hack, second pitch you see. Uh, you know how it goes, mate. Those bucks are they're swinging the bats and they and they're yeah. taking their abs. But just as far as like getting that game time in, you know, I'm I'm watching the TV here the other night, you know, uh, with the Rays here, and they're saying, oh yeah, the, hey, you guys going to be able to play, you know, like half a game. You guys ready to play half a game yet? Because you know how it is in spring yeah. training. Yeah, the starting lineup goes out. They play four or five innings. They pull them out. They put all the younger blokes in to finish the game. Yeah. And then they slowly build up during spring training, get you up to seven innings, eight innings, and then eventually you play in nine innings right. as you're ready to roll into the season, right? Same as the pitching. You're not going out there throwing a CG, uh, 105 pitches, one of the starters, first first day out. You yeah, know, you get sure. your three innings of work in, 40 pitches or something, then you're done. And yeah. then it's, a, it's all a buildup. Right. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be pushed. I mean, I, I was asking some of these players last couple of days, hey, like, does it feel like it's rushed? Like, no, 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 it's great. You know, I, I prefer it to be shorter. But when you get that last week, mate, before the lights come on, you, you want to be make sure you're ready to roll and you've been around your guys and you want to feel like, all right, I'm done with Arizona. I'm ready for the season to start. Six weeks is is good for that. Hey, listen, I want to talk about this CBA real quick. Now, super happy yeah. that it's all done. Who yeah. won? Who didn't? Who got the best deal? I don't care. Like, I really don't give a rat's ass. I mean, look, the player's minimum salary is 700 grand. Just that in itself, I'm just looking right. down this list here, is like 700 grand for the minimum. Remember, I, I don't know if you remember, I remember the minimum being like 300 grand back in the day, right? Yeah, it was, but, it, it was man. I, I mean, I can tell you my first call up 2001, it was 200. Right. 200. Then it jumped to 300 a couple gotcha. of years later. Yeah, it jumped up a lot. But, um, but yeah, mate, they've got a big increase here from 570 to 700. Huge, yeah. They should, yeah. The players have done well there. They should be happy with that. Yeah, I think they really addressed that, those players, that zero to three. Guys with zero service time to three years, you know, which is a huge majority of the league, really. It really is. And not only that, it's going to increase $20,000 each year throughout the five years. So it's going to end up being 780 by the time of this agreement's done. Damn, dude. So <laughs> it's, it's a nice little pay packet, but... Yeah, I think they see that some of these guys get to the big leagues and they spend, you know, two or three years there and they're gone. They're not in the game anymore because maybe they didn't get the numbers there. They're going to get paid. You know, they might spend 10 years in in professional baseball and you're going to go out and get another job. So it's nice to see that, you know, guys like that that'll walk away with a little bit of money. There there was, speaking of that, and you bring up a really good point. I I tweeted out something about, I don't know what the numbers were, but I think I asked, hey, what are the numbers of guys who actually get to a year of service time? Because you got all these guys, oh, he hasn't played in the big leagues. Well, he only played, you know, four months. That's it. He's a major yeah. league. He's got that, and it's an amazing accomplishment. But, dude, yeah. four months, you're going to get paid a lot in those four months, but that's really it, right? There's a huge... Yeah. Well, then someone, actually, Andy McKay, he works for the Mariners, sent me this image that they have. It's, a, it's T-Mobile Park, and it has this, like a seat map of T-Mobile Park. 
yeah. a hole in a bowl, like of the seats. Yeah. It was the whole thing was like, I think less than two years of service time. And then the outer bowl was like, okay, up to, to five to, to four years or something like that. There was only a little section, tiny little section of dudes who get 10 plus years. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, in, yeah. And you're one of them. But it, it's just, it, yeah. it's, it's striking because you look at that guy, mate, like, and that's players in the history of baseball. You know? Yeah, I, I, yeah, no, it's it's funny because you see these guys playing now. And I think, oh, that guy will get ten with that deal, and this. And you think there's a lot more, but I guess it's not. You know, compared to the guys that we don't hear about, all these guys you see up pop up here on ESPN or on uh, MLB.com, these huge signings. There's only a handful of those big ones <laughs> like that. You know, yeah. you're not, you don't see that all the time. You know, you reach out to some of the guys that are playing still. He's like, man, yeah, that's a massive deal, even to them. Like guys that are making good money, they're like, wow, guys, you know, landed a massive deal. You know, they see, oh, yeah. they see it too. Yeah, there's there's a lot of guys that, like you said, you, they play minor league ball and never get to the big leagues, you know, and they and they yeah. got to go back and, you know, they're working or doing whatever. So, but yeah, good to see that they've, they've got the raise there. You know, there was a lot of other things that they were trying to push and move on, which they have. Competitive balance tax threshold there. Made a few changes there. I don't think that, I think the players would have liked to see that a little bit more, a little higher. But they've agreed on it. I want to talk about that for a second. This is what gets me, mate. This is what drives me nuts with this. When you hear these owners that just admittedly say, oh, don't raise it up. Basically, all your translation is that if you're the Baltimore Orioles or the Pittsburgh Pirates or whatever, or some of these other owners that don't want that raised up, all you're saying is that, you know what, I'm not willing to spend money right on, on these yeah. players and i want these these teams these handful of teams all the, the five of them like the mets the yankees i want them to i want this number lower so they can be taxed and that money comes back to me yeah i mean what kind of like oh, <laughs> what exactly. mindset is that like you know what i'm and saying they've definitely that's definitely what they want i mean like the small market teams yeah they want to see that number lower so as soon as, they, as soon as they go over it those larger teams bigger market teams Boom, there goes that that money's gonna go down to them, get pushed down to them. But what kind of pockets. like but think about that for a second? Like, is it's that all, being yeah. is that is that being like hey, I'm a winner? Like what's his name? Old mate from the Mets. Um, what's his name? Cohen. Right. Cohen, yeah. He's yeah, he's a lunatic, but hey, good on him. <laughs> like they, everyone yeah. should have that mindset. And there should be something that says, mm. listen, mate, if you're not getting after it, you you've bought you've bought this team, you've bought the Pittsburgh Pirates. Right, yeah. this is your team, or the Cincinnati Reds, who are just, yeah. or these teams. You've bought this team. You're part of Major League Baseball. There has to be something where if you ain't competing, or if you're not yeah. picking up the slack, you have to sell this bad boy. It's ridiculous. Mate, I, I was talking about this to you before. I would have loved to have seen. They've got this competitive balance threshold there. I wanted to see a minimum. I want to see the top, and I want to see the bottom. That was because never the bottom, addressed. The, bo the bottom that was never addressed. I think that's a real issue. That, that's and there the is. That, to me, that's the biggest issue in the game. Not not from a player's getting paid or the owner's. But no, no, no. The game itself, everyone included. The fact that a third, or I think it's even more than that, a third of the league just says, yep, we're just going to go ahead and tank, blah, blah, blah. And they tried to do that. This this draft lottery, John Morosi yeah. talked about it. Basically, the top six selections will be yeah. awarded via By lottery. Yeah. yeah. So basically, the six worst teams go, go in the lottery system. The, the, the thing is, though, with me, which gets me with this, the NBA have a lottery, right? But the NBA's yeah. only got X amount of draft picks and they've only got small rosters. Do you really think the first overall pick or the sixth overall pick, does it really matter? 
Like it's not going to stop the yeah. Oakland A's from stripping their team down and go, oh, oh no, yeah. like we're going to go out and buy all these free agents we don't want because we're trying to be cheap just yeah. so we can get that first pick, not the, not the seventh pick. Like they, they don't care. Yeah. Like it's yeah. a joke. That, that, yeah, did, yeah. that did nothing. That that to me was just a bit of a it was a bit of a bummer. I'll be honest with you. I know they've got some other stipulations to this here. You know, non postseason clubs will be eligible through revenue sharing. Payees would not be in would be ineligible to receive lottery selections in three consecutive years, and then while non payees would be ineligible to receive lottery selections in consecutive years. So it's all about you know the teams that are paying revenue, the teams that aren't paying revenue, and what the what selections they'll be able to get as far as in three consecutive years or just yeah in consecutive years it's right. to me i just would have liked to have seen the bottom and and, yeah. and whether it was 75 million um, and we could take a look at last year i mean mate there was teams and i'd have to pull up the numbers here those teams spending 40 something million dollars on the big league club crazy i mean like, and you expect you're going to tell me that that team's going to yeah i mean <laughs> Don't get me wrong. The Rays are an exception. There's one or two teams I would say that's an exception. So it kind of makes it a difficult conversation. But pretty much go down the line and look at the teams that were spending the least amount. They might, like I said, other than the Rays, take the Rays out. Orioles, Pirates, Pirates, the Guardians used to be the Indians. Yeah. like Forget it. They they had no shot, you know? Yeah. Now, you mentioned the Rays being an exception. But I will say this. Right now, listen, I'm coming from a team. I cover a team yeah. that has been in the playoffs in 20 years. But the yep. Rays have they won a world series? They've been to the world series, don't get me wrong. Have yeah. they won a world series? And have they won a world series? And have they done this? And, yeah. and the other part of this is too, again, right? And players have spoken about this. Mitch Hanniger talked about this even. It's, it's the entertainment business. Justin Moore and I made a point that the light bulb kind of went off. He said, if I'm, if I'm in Tampa where you're at now, Grant, if yeah. I got a 10 year old, am I going to go out and buy a jersey? Like with that player, because they're not going to be like, like maybe a Wanda Franco jersey. That's awesome. He's been locked up long term. Evan Longoria was that way. But yeah. you want to have that, like that. And the Twins had this too. And this, they're a smaller market team. They did have that, a little bit different now. You have one of that stable of like your homegrown guys who are going to be there for 10 years. And there you got, you know what I mean? The Rays, you just don't have that. The guys are shipping off like for a package deal of a bunch of double A guys. So you bring up a point there that just triggered to me. When I was with the Twins, small market team back in the early 2000s, were a small market team, never spent over $100 million. wasn't even probably close to that. They built a new stadium, moved the target field. They signed Joe Mao to a long-term extension. All of a sudden, this team is now middle of the road, middle market. You know, We're not talking small market anymore. They're yeah. spending $100 plus on their team every year. Are we going to see that with the Oakland A's? Are we going to see that with the Tampa Bay Rays? We need to address some of these stadium issues. Yeah. I think if they address some of these stadium issues, these owners may be willing to get deeper in their pockets. But as of now, they're saying, well, you guys aren't going to agree, this and that and the other. We can't get a deal done here and build a new stadium. I'm just going to sit here and spend X amount of dollars. It's a great point, man. You, the, the Oakland A's, and you play, you play with the A's, they have got a, a pretty rock-solid, built-in, hardcore fan base, right? Yeah. They really do. Yeah. And they put up with that stadium year after year with no end in sight. Could you yeah. imagine, dude, <clears throat> if they built it doesn't have to be some like the thing that thing that had the Super Bowl in down in LA, like some big bloody spaceship looking thing. Like the yeah. the the 49ers paid 
nothing for their stadium. Um, what's it, the Levi's, whatever it is, stadium. And it's, it's beautiful. Everyone who, who yeah. goes there is like, oh, it's great. If yeah. the A's had something like that, you you make a, a great point, dude. That, that's, and, that's and I've seen, mate, I've seen renderings when I was playing there in Oakland. I've seen renderings of new stadiums. Like, damn, this is nice. You know, I'd love to be playing here. Even as a player, you know, n- nothing against the stadium there in Oakland. Like, I love playing there, the crowd, and, 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 and you know, beautiful weather and the whole nine. But who doesn't want to play in a new stadium? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, that excites you. And then the fans, I mean, they're going to be excited. I'd want to go. Even if I wasn't a fan, I, I want to drive down here and check out the new stadium that um, the Braves built for, you know, just here in Northport. I heard it's unbelievable. I was talking to Kirby, who we've had on the show. He said, mate, it's top-notch, top-notch yeah, organization, right. top-notch uh, stadium. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I look forward to just going and checking out a game there. So not just being a, a baseball fan of, of that team, but just anybody, you know, people travel we hear people that come from australia mate they're like oh yeah i'm over in the states i'm gonna go to go and go hit up like three or four different stadiums you know just check out some games you know they pick out some of the newer stadiums and they go check them out because it's exactly. exciting so or, or a visiting player like the only thing i looked forward to in playing against oakland was the in and out burgers in the clubhouse like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that, and, that and the angels them and then yeah. the angels you get get it down there yeah exactly but besides yeah. i was like oh mate just burger before you go out and pitch here you go <laughs> Trying to do everything they could, mate, to, to let the Angels win. Give you those greasy fries and that greasy hey, out, you know, an outburger. Dude, that's a real thing, mate. I swear to God. Like, oh, I, yeah. you'd roll into that Angels clubhouse. <laughs> Apparently, Mike Social was behind. I was like, load that bitch up with M&Ms. And buddy, I would go yeah. in there I'm like, look at this. Look at these. I'll just yeah. be crushing, you know, chocolate bars. <laughs> uh, mate, had, I mean, they had some decent food in there too. Don't get me wrong, that healthy stuff. But if you wanted to choose the... The greasy stuff, it was sitting there waiting for you with a oh, big yeah. smile on its face, waiting to say, come and eat me. <laughs> Dude, you make a great point. Because even even the clubby, uh, what's his name? It was Bubba. Remember he had the, the yeah, cup? Bubba. That... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, we got to a point in 2010 where like we're getting our asses kicked and that was a big thing, right? So Rick Griffin, the train's like, get all this crap out of here. Like get all the, the you know, the chocolate and the freaking greasy food and the, whatever. Some celery sticks in there. Yeah, and so he was like, mate, every time you're not the only team, but when these other teams come, I have to clean all this crap up, take it out, bring it back in. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. makes sense. I walked, I waltzed in there going, oh, this is big league, just crushing, you know, chocolate. I'd have a, uh, yeah, have a, uh, <laughs> crushing pies. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'll just have like a, a, I'd be in a food coma by buddy, you know, the fourth inning. I'm sitting there, you know, yeah. getting <laughs> chocolate wrappers all over the floor, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, bars, bars. Yeah, yeah, I know. All you can eat, mate. Hey, speak, speaking of crushing pies, now the international draft, you and I were international signees. This was a yeah. big sticking point towards the end. Yeah. Now, listen, I, the, the thing that gets me, mate, I, I'm on the fence about this international draft. I think that, see, there is a lot. Now, it, it all focuses now. I don't want to talk about the Aussie kids because the Aussie kids get the scraps at the end. They really do, right? And the last in the yeah. last CBA, they brought in this, um, which I think was really limiting. It doesn't matter what country you're from, is this two point yeah. two million dollar bonus pool for international players. Aussies, yeah. we went from I'm what I'm talking Australian kids, especially you know next, some of our next gen baseball kids, and they're like, oh, they offered me fifty grand. I'm like, mate, they're offering fifty grand. What happened to inflation? They're offering fifty grand back in 1999. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it stayed the same. And yeah. one of the reasons is because they just, they offload all the cash to, you know, these players in the Dominican Republic. And granted, they're all throwing a hundred, 
And then, you know, the Venezuela team. Whenever they guys, got left, they go down to Australia with their pocket change. Yeah, and they say that all the time. Howie Norseller, who was with the Twins for a long time, is now with the Phillies. You know, he talks about it all the time. He's like, look, they, they, they roll through these these Latin countries, as they should, and then they're like, oh, if we've got any money left over, this is what we've got left over. Here's, here's 50 grand. Here's 100 grand, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, and, and that's what, that was a big step. We had a kid, Josh Gessner, who I know he listens to the show, but Josh, that, that was a big thing. He was, Josh is a stud, mate. And he, he lines yeah. up, he's a really big prospect and he's throwing gas and he's a, one of our next gen guys. And the thing was, the, the thing was, oh, we've got no money left, we've got no money left. He's a hundred grand, started off for a hundred grand, whatever. Well, sure enough, you know, we got involved a little bit and pushed and pushed and said, look, he's going to college and that signing bonus Sure enough, they found money somewhere. They took it out of, they took it from this person, that person. And I was like, what's going on? They're basically doing these handshake deals with this 15-year-old Dominican Republic kid saying, Oh, we're gonna, you know, offer you this. They've taken a little bit of well, the signing bonus went up to 850000 for him, right? Yeah. And yeah. that's equivalent to what? Second, third, top five round draft pick, maybe. I don't know. That's that's right up there. Top. Yeah. My point being with that is when all this sort of, sort of went down, I remember an Alan Nero, who was my agent, we were talking about all this stuff. In the Dominican Republic, there's a, there's a big industry, and, and I don't know the ins and outs, so I'm not going to sit here and, and act like I'm an expert because who knows. But it's a bizarre system, mate. You've got 14 and 15-year-old kids who are too young to sign, and you've got someone, there's actually a term for them, that say, listen, I'm going to essentially not be your agent, but be kind of that person who gets you on, into these academies I'm going to get you, if you don't give me a percentage of the signing bonus when you sign in two years, then I'm not going to get you into this in front of these scouts, et cetera. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. it's a super shady business. So can you imagine, mate, you bring an international draft, all that goes away, essentially, right? Yeah, now it's changed now. I mean, they said international draft will be 20 rounds, so 600 plus selections, increasing the total compensation earned by amateurs, amateurs by more than 20 million annually. So the Aussies will be in there. So I mean, that's a good thing for the Aussies, I think. I think so. A hundred. Yeah, I think. Um, because, well, because I will say just now on you'll that be quick, based on you know your talent, hopefully, as opposed yeah. to you know, there's a few dollars left over. The argument was back in the day. The argument was, well, Australians, no one sees them. How are they going to get drafted higher? But now with technology and obviously with COVID travel and stuff, but te- yeah. technologically speaking, and these Aussies all come over to the states now. It yeah. should be a little easier for them to get that exposure. Go, oh, okay. Hey, I've got this Australian kid. I want to push up on the draft board a little bit. Yeah, and I think there's a, I think there's a lot more people down in Australia scouting these days than there has been in previous years too. So that also yeah. helps. There's more connections. Yeah, the world's become a, a smaller place, you know, so to speak. Yeah, um, 100%. I, the other thing is too, what I did like here was, so the signing bonus would be guaranteed for drafted players. They did get go away with the direct draft pick compensation. So now... Uh, international right. drafting, MLB will eliminate the qualifying offer system, including this international draft for agreeing for that. They're going to go away with the qualifying offer system. So there'll be no free agents will be free to sign with whoever they want with no attachment now. That All helps the tanking leaders. a little bit, yeah. So that that helps now because you get teams going out there that don't have to give up their first round yeah. or their supplemental pick or their second round pick. To sign great. that big free agent, they can go out and give him two hundred million, and say, oh, "I can still get my first round picks." You know what I mean? Yeah. So that that I do like as well. Can, players for, need to love that too, because there's a lot of players that have been hurt by that. And just <laughs> to explain that, because sometimes Grant, by the way, we get questions just referring to things we've talked about on the show. 
what that means is the Dodgers have a free agent, right? Big Tommy Smith becomes a free agent. Dodgers have to offer him a qualifying offer. If he goes off and signs with another team, that team who gets him loses a draft pick. Loses, yes, possibly multiple draft picks. Can be a first rounder and a second rounder or a first rounder and a uh, supplemental first rounder. Yes, that's correct. Right. So, in other words, basically, if you're the a mid-market team, right? You're I'll like, lose him to the team that he signs with, actually. Right. That he came from. The team that he came from will receive those two picks in compensation. Which doesn't make that's sense. Why, that's why they offer him the qualifying offer to say, you could come back to us for one year for $18 million or whatever it is. Yeah. But if you don't, you decide to go get that $300 million, then we'll just get the two first-round picks yeah. from the Yankees or whoever gives you that money. Right. Which is just a a, kind of a bizarre system. I'd love to see that. The whole thing. That's now gone. That's been eliminated. Well, if they do the international draft, that was the thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's what it says here. Yeah. Because for agreeing to international draft by July 25th, 2022, will eliminate qualifying offer system. So they're saying here that it will happen. In exchange for agreeing to international draft. Yes. Agreed to it. This is one of those things like, hey, let's get this CBA done, but this is something we have to figure out by July. Another thing was, too, was, and we, we talked about Australia, you talk about just something, a, a note here clubs who select players from growth countries, countries with less than 0.5% of signings in the previous three signing periods, will receive additional selections to insensitize scouting and signing in emerging markets. So, I mean, that, that's something that could affect uh, Australia, I would think. Based All I know on- is this, mate. Like, <clears throat> a couple of things. They did away with a couple – on the Australian side of things, and this goes down. This is the conversations I have with some of these, you know, next-gen baseball kids when, when they try and figure out whether to go play college baseball or sign professionally. You know, we've had a couple – like, Jimmy Nadai is a perfect example. The kid's off to Stanford to go get – I mean, he's, he's committed to go to Stanford. I mean – Mate, if you get a chance to go get a degree from Stanford University and go play D1 Pac-12 baseball, I'm sorry. You're going to have to pay me a ton of money to buy me out of that. So he understands that. And the other part of this is, too, some of these kids, they don't understand that, like, there's less minor league teams now. The competition down the bottom bottom end is way higher because there's less. You know what I'm saying? So the competition for you to sign to get into that system is tougher. Uh, the other thing is, too, there's previous to this, and we're going to see what happens with this international draft, <clears throat> there's less draft picks. Therefore, the teams are going to go heavier on the, on the college side of things, more incentive to go play college baseball. So there's all these little different things yep. that go into this. Yeah, and just from an Australian standpoint, well, you and I both grew up there. I just find it, it just blows my mind, baffling, especially this, this salary cap, basically, for international players, because these Aussie kids are get the same signing bonuses that the kids got back when we were all 20 years ago like it's i know yeah the the dollar has changed the value of the dollar has completely changed so anyway do have a new sponsor to the show very excited it's one of our faves right you got you got you got your drink there mate yeah mate sitting here yeah you're gonna crack open an all-in energy drink all-in energy drink mate what what flavor you got i'm I'm crushing the apple here we go i got got the citrus mate i uh yeah i need a swig Mate, it's hot, hot out here. All in, it is, mate. Get that energy drink into you, mate. 
So Beautiful. last week we, we talked to Daniel Bard and I said to him, I said, I want, I want to create a new segment at the all in moment. What's that all in moment, right? Yeah. So we are going to actually make this a proper segment, a sponsored segment. So we're going to do this right. Again, by the way, and I have said this before, we have had a couple of people say, oh, hey, you know, can we sponsor the show, this and that. And we're, we're, we're kind of at that stage now where we're like, all right, if it's something like this, it's it's got to be something that we both actually like. Now, this is a Seattle-based company. I've had yeah. these before, right? I, you, you can get them, buy them from some shops. I said, Grant, I said, we should give this a crack, right? Yeah. They, they sent you some. And I was like, oh, if you get the okay, because I know you love yeah. your energy drinks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's and good, and you, got, you gave a nod. I, I do. I will say, mate, it, it, it is a good drop. It's not one of these yeah. syrupy bloody things yeah. you buy from the, the servo. Right? Yeah. But I, I really it's do. Good, good stuff. I, I like it. So I'll go first. It's time for the All In Moment brought to you by All In Energy Drinks. All In has hit an absolute bomb. Hit, hit, hit it for six when it comes to... The taste, I talked about it not being syrupy. It's better for you. It's got it's got uh, zinc in it, vitamin B. I know you love your subs, mate. I know you love your supplements. Yeah. Vitamin C. It's not it's not full of sugar like the Angels Clubhouse. Like I said, mate, I, I'm a big fan of this. So it is available now at drinkallin.com. That is drinkallin.com. And you can even use to get 10% off. If you use the promo code, the top step, 10% off all caps, Go get yourself a case, give it a crack, crack one open. Yeah. It's good stuff. So I'm going to go first, mate. Oh, my all-in moment. I want to talk yeah. about because we're talking about the international draft. I want to tell yeah. a story. I was when I signed, right? This is my signing story. Howie right. Norton, I brought his name up. Great guy, man. I still stay in contact with him because we have some yeah. really good conversations about you know baseball development in Australia and talk about players now signing and, and off to college. And, and he's really good. He actually comes out when we when we host camps and stuff, he comes out and talks to the kids, which is great because he's dude, he's been around forever. He, you know, Justin yeah. Moore knows. But anyway, here he was. It was a showcase going on, 2000 Olympics, which you were in. I was just a young buck. I went to this showcase, didn't think a whole lot of it. And I'm out there, I'm, I'm whacking balls. I'm like, man, I'm crushing right now. I'm hitting the, yeah. I'm hitting the ball hard. Ran a 60-yard sprint, a little slower than some of the other guys. I'm a you know, big fella, but I'm like, I'm crushing. Get yeah. off the mound, throw. I, I literally threw like five pitches off the mound. So they just did this kind of yeah. showcase. Well, Howie North said yeah. he gave everyone kind of the evaluation. Yeah. And he said, he said, listen, man, you're too slow. You know, you hit okay, but your swing's kind of loopy. The only chance you got, if any, is pitch. And I was like, oh, all right, no worries. Yeah. Fair yeah. And I was kind of, I was shattered. Walking yeah. back to the car, and then the Mariner Scout, who is based in Australia, Barry Holland, comes up to me and says, Oh, hey, um, he said, Oh, how would you like to sign? I'm like, Yeah, of course, I'd love to sign, yeah. like professionally. Now, mind you, this is yeah. back in you know, year 2000, right? Yeah, and he said, Oh, I want, I want to make an offer. I was like, Huh? Because <laughs> I, I, did, yeah. I, I didn't even make the New South Wales schoolboys team, right? I could, I, oh, I could okay. come from that. Yeah, and he comes up to me, he's like, Um, he goes, Oh, how's 25 grand? And I'm about to just say, yeah, right, huh? <laughs> and then, and then my you got cash on you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I get a WRX for that. No, and then so, yeah. and my mum's standing there. Now, US dollars, by the way, yeah, yeah which yeah, is which three. Pretty at, good. at the time, was three million Australian. No, but oh, yeah. it, it was. He goes, oh, 25 grand, like this. And yeah. my mum steps in. She's like, oh, just you know, let us think about it. And I'm sitting there, mum, shut up. She, they're going to go offer it to this other kid over here who's left there. Yeah, yeah, in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> So I said, I said, oh, okay. Mum's like, I oh, just let us, you know, think about it. Now this is before we didn't have the mobile phones on, right? This is back in the day. Yeah. We're yeah. driving back to Newcastle. I'm sitting there, going, oh, fuck, dude. Like, I'm 
Are you kidding just me? Got offered a contract. I just got offered a professional contract. I'm big time now. Like yeah, you know, yeah. everyone used to rip me at school for playing baseball, not playing footy. You know, you could, yeah, you'd suck it. Right? You're going to America. <laughs> I get home. We get. I said, "Mom, I'm signing." It's like, are you joking? Like, yeah. You know, she goes, yeah. "I know, I know." She, I just wanted to talk to you about, you know, making sure we're covering all the your bases and stuff like that, right? Yeah, it was good. I get home, and my stepdad Bruce, he's like, "Oh, mate," he's like, "He goes, oh, some like named Barry called." <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> <laughs> no idea. I was like, oh, yeah. I was yeah, like, oh no, call back tomorrow. You want an answer? Does it? Yeah, yeah. Call him back tomorrow. So. I call him back. He goes, oh, listen, 30,000. Does 30,000 sound all right? <laughs> I was like, yep, <laughs> straight away, boom. Well, so that was I'm it? Like, yeah. yeah, that was it, mate. 30 Gs. Thanks for coming. Now, we'll say this. Travis Blackley, he signed for like 70, right? So I, I, yeah. what I'm guessing is they had like a budget of like 100 grand. Yeah, <laughs> they just got two said, lefties. We need two lefties. Yeah, just either go 50-50 or, yeah. Say, so, Travis, hey, you're you welcome, mate. Yeah. yeah. He Travis, got the big yeah. He got the big 70 G's, I got the 30. And then, you know, come to find Travis out. Yeah. Travis, you 20 grand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, mate, what's, what's your moment? My all-in moment. Jeez, all-in. I suppose I could sit here and say um, I went all-in when they, uh, I sat there and it, it comes down to how we know I said it too, mate. I had a few blokes, a uh, few teams sort of offer me some money, like uh, Expos, Blue Jays, we kind of had some interest there. And a few of the scouts from down there, they said, this and that. And then the Cubs were like, well, we'd like you, blah, blah, Tad Powers. Tad Powers, yeah. Big Tad. I, I remember it, I remember it being, well, it, it could be around 30, maybe 50 grand. We're just not sure, blah, blah, blah. And, and it kind of just kind of dragged on a little bit. You're a little bit more savvy than I was, right? And and your old man, I'm sure, was. were you yeah. sort of holding out at all? Uh, I mean, I, I didn't really know what my chances were of signing or anything like that. You know, I knew I was doing like pretty decent in the league. I was pitcher of the year and all that stuff. So I was like, yeah. oh, I'm going to at least <clears throat> doing something. But does that mean anything to these blokes? Do they yeah. project me to be a you know, professional ball player or not? Anyway, then how he sees me after I pitched like a club ball game. I think I punched out like 14 or something in this one game. And then the next week I go like 12 punchy. Yeah, you know, I'm just racking up punchies. Like I went on like a hot streak for a month. He goes, Oh, he's down in Melbourne. And he says, I see you, I see the stats in the local paper because they'd be in the newspaper, like oh, in wow. the local paper, the first grade scores. You could see them. Wow. He's like, Yeah, I've been checking your uh, I've obviously seen your pitch and I've been checking your your numbers and stuff and <clears throat> been getting some word that looks like you're throwing the ball pretty good lately, you know. Basically, he came up to Sydney. He said he had to go out to uh, Western Australia and sign some kid. He had a little bit of cash to to throw at me if I wanted to sign. He goes, I'm going to offer you 15K. I said, no, you're up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, everyone else, you know, other teams were kind of around the same kind of money. And then the Cubs were still kind of like, they yeah. weren't committing to 30 or 50. Like they just weren't coming yeah. to the table with it where's the you know it was talk it was all talk and it wasn't just no money anyway so i ended up just signing uh with the twins mate i basically took the 15k threw in a little seven and a half thousand dollar bonus if you get to the bigs you know you get that thousand bucks at double a that's right yeah five grand to the bigs all said and done that's i got 22 and a half grand all said and done mate nice but, uh, and that was it it was uh mate it was all in at that moment i just said all right 
here's my chips, all in, mate. All there in. wasn't too many of them. <laughs> the, uh, the, yeah. I hope Carlos Correa is listening to this and, and inspired saying, oh, mate, like if Grant's able to, to make that big decision, maybe I can too. I mean, you know, he's got a, you know, 15 grand or, you know, 315 million. It's, it's you know, <laughs> it's a tough decision. <laughs> Oh, mate. Oh. I think I think uh, wherever he lands, he'll be all right. And I think, honestly, he's, he's going to do just fine. A guy like that, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, $30 million or $32 million a year. Like, yeah. when, you, when you start to get over $30 million, I think, and it's 31 or 32 I mean, does it really matter that much anymore? Yeah, yeah I know it does. But, mate, let's, you know, it's, it's pretty good money. Yeah. Well, that, that was some amazing all-in moments brought to you by All In Energy Drinks. Cheers, champion. That's a, that's a great that's a great moment, mate. Cheers. Oh, mate. It's a great drop, mate. I love it. All-in drinks are available at drinkallin.com. Use the promo code, the top step, all caps, and you receive 10% off. So, yeah, good times, mate. I just I remember talking about the international draft and and hearing about yeah. it. I'm like, ah, oh, these Aussie kids. It just takes me back to Oh, were you drafted? Everyone asked me, Oh, were you drafted in the States? Then, yeah. No, I'm an international free agent. Like, I'm just pulling in two mil. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? yeah, free agent. No, it's not for yeah, two and a half mil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, why, are you, why are you walking to the, why are you walking to the, rook, uh, the fields? Why are you, ca- <laughs> why are you jumping <laughs> on the, why are you jumping on the white van to go to the field then? Why are you yeah. in the new Cadillac? <laughs> yeah, Escalade, mate. The, the, the kid yeah. at Escalade's not no. ready yet. Used to so, see the first rounders show up in the spring training, mate. They all used to have new Escalades with the big 22s, 24 on them. And then the rest of the kids, that, what'd you go, what round did you go in, mate? Uh, I was like a 35th rounder. Pulls up in a, a beat up Buick or just doesn't even have a car there. At all. But, mate, that. It's true. You know, that, so that the was rich just... kids and the other kids. And it, and it was, it's the way it goes. Mate, that was the uh, stat. I remember there was a kid, Troy Kate. I'll never forget it, mate. His license plate said uh, SM, uh, yeah. yeah, SM LHP RD like four or something like <laughs> Seattle Mariners left yeah. out a picture at round four. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, you're kidding. Uh-huh. Mate. Well, we had a bloke, we had a bloke that got to the big leagues and was a big pick. He was a second rounder, actually, but he had 24 carat arm. His, his license plate was. 24 k arm, 24 carat arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate. I mean, he ended up getting to the big leagues and he had ridiculous stuff. He he was very good. Who was that? I can't remember his name now. I should <laughs> be, if you listen to this, he'd be upset at me because uh he's a good he's a good bloke. He's a good bloke. Oh, JD Durbin. JD oh Durbin. yeah, that's right. The real oh, deal. Yeah, the real deal. That's right. That's his number plate was the real deal. The real that's deal right. was his number plate. But um <laughs> No disrespect to him, obviously. He's a great bloke. He, uh, he's a good dude. You know, I, I, yeah, I bumped good dude him. and loved him. He worked hard and got to the big leagues and had amazing stuff, honestly. He I, did. I, I was with the done. Twins. I, I remember thought he, he was a huge, longer. Yeah, he was a big prospect. And I bumped into him yeah. when we were both with the Red Sox. I remember yeah, he had really good shit, man. We had a guy, yeah. Ryan Fearabend, who, you know, he, yeah. he carved out a couple of years, yeah, and played in – I think he played in Japan or Korea or something like that. His license plate he had a really good pickoff move. He loved it. Right? His yeah. license plate said pickoff. I swear to God. <laughs> God, mate. I don't know uh, what they're thinking, but hey, that's all right. Yeah. I mean, I guess you got you got a guy like Franco, mate. He's got the tattoo, the MLB tattoo logo on the side of his neck. Right. And then he's got then he's got his MLB debut just tattooed into there, apparently just, just recently. But wow. mate, that kid, that kid eats and breathes baseball. Right. I mean. 
He's one of a kind, mate. He's definitely. You, you, you yeah. saw a, you saw a bit of that floating around, didn't you? You saw the the flame baseball tattoo, or yeah. you saw the um you saw the MLB logo tattoo well, as well. I saw a few. Uh, I saw a few team logos too. Eric Milton used to pitch with the Twins. He had all the teams that he played for logos. Really? So yeah, about five, five or six logos on him. <laughs> yeah, so some blokes get into it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Each, each to their own, mate, you know? Yeah. Honestly, um, it's, it's, as many tats as I've got on my body, I do not have any anything to do with baseball, which is crazy, I suppose. Yeah, right. Now, yeah, well, I've got the Olympic <laughs> rings and stuff because we went to played baseball there. But no, no, but you wouldn't know if I played baseball – there for boxing sometimes people ask me that you went to the olympics did you mate i was like yeah I was boxing i've done that before too jesus because i've got it on my back right i got my like, yeah. on the back of my right scap and you know i'm walking yeah you know, walking around the beach just shredded yeah. you know shirt off you know? <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like oh you've been in the olympics like people just crowds of people following yeah. me right now i'm joking yeah, 100 meter sprints yeah, <laughs> you get you get the random like, oh mate, oh, I know it's the Olympic rings. We a flag bearer, were you? <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. That's uh, what happened. Craig Anderson. Remember Ando? Craig Anderson. Yeah. yeah. He, he tells me he goes. Oh, he walks in the tattoo parlor, right? Rolls in, and he's yeah. like, oh, I want to get the Olympic rings, you know? Which yeah. I, again, we've all, you've got it. I've got it. it was, honestly, the Olympics was unreal, mate. Like, yeah, you know, loved sure. it. He rolls in. He tells me he rolls in. The guy's like, "Oh, you want the Olympic rings?" Yeah, yeah. He goes, "Oh, were you part of the flag, re- the uh, the torch relay, were you?" <laughs> 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 yes, no, mate. I'm I'm completely. Hey, speaking uh, of, real quick, we're running out of time here. Uh, but real quick, I had next girlfriend, and not to throw under the bus by any means. The name was Marianne Gavrinik, right? Now she was Croatian, right? The okay. Croatian sensation, right? You may have met her back in the day. Maybe you bumped yeah, into her. Yeah, I think her. I might have. Long time ago. Yeah, I was like 20 years old. Well, her parents yeah. were Croatian. Now I can't, I can't believe I'm telling this story on this. Her parents yeah. were Croatian. They knew nothing about baseball. Nothing. Right. Like you think yeah. about it, you're on the other side, you grew up in the other side of the world, you don't know what. Yeah, it's like Gaelic football or something. I don't know anything about yeah. right? So anyway, yeah. here I am. I'm rocking up in an off-season, summer in Australia. Yeah, I'm rocking up to her house in boardies. And, yeah. and they're looking at me like, is this clown going to get a job? Like, why is he yeah. rocking up on a Tuesday at you know, 11 a.m.? He should be working, right? Because yeah, yeah. they're, they're old school too. Like, you work your ass off the whole thing. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm like, oh, hey, guys, is, you know, Marianne around? She's living, you know, we're 19, 20, I think I was 19 or something, 20 years old or something like that. And they're like, oh, you know, like they just gave me the culture. I'm like, they freaking hate me, these people. Yeah. Christmas yeah. Day, Christmas Day, they got this huge Croatian party at the back. And I'm like, hey, guys. And they're just like, they just turn their backs. <laughs> this guy's just, this guy's a loser. He's just, yeah. anyway, so Marianne's trying to tell them, like, hey, listen, he plays baseball. He's really into baseball. They, yeah. and, and she kind of slowly admitted this to me. They thought I was just like a baseball enthusiast. Like, I love the game and I wanted to follow oh, yeah. it around. Like, yeah. I got to play in this rec league or something. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, sure enough, I said, oh, he, they said he's gone off to, to the US to play. Now, they looked at it like two things. Number one, if you're a good athlete, you're making tons of cash. You're yeah. not rocking up in boardies and you know, your mum's Mitsubishi Lancer. You know what I mean? I'm in the yeah, minor yeah. leagues, right? Yeah. And they didn't understand the concept of the minor league. So that was that. Anyway, then so off I go to the States, right? And she's, you know, yeah. she comes over. Now, she, she essentially lost her, no, I wouldn't say lost her job. But she yeah. comes over, spends all her money to come to the States and, she, and yeah. they're not happy about it, period, right? Yeah. She goes back to Australia and they're, and they're like, I had to leave because Ryan's going to the Olympics. 
Now, again, they thought I was going there to watch. They honestly thought I was backpacking through the US because I'm a kid. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm going to the Olympics because I love baseball or I love sport and want to go to the Olympics. Yeah. yeah. Dude, sure enough, that you know how in Australia, everyone watches the opening ceremony. They see Australia walk out and do the lap, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. there's me like, yeah, in the camera like this. And there's like, oh, there's Ryan. And they're like, hold on. Well, he's in the Olympics. Yeah, and yeah. they couldn't fathom the fact that baseball is an Olympic sport. You know, yeah, so they're like, yeah, yeah. how? What sport? They're like, baseball. They're like, baseball's not an Olympic sport. Like, no, no, no. it is. Like, trust me, it is. <laughs> so I come home yeah. and they love me all of a sudden. I come back from, from, oh, they're like, yeah. oh, hey, you go on this and that. Yeah, it, yeah. it was just so funny, mate. It's they funny, just thought man. I was some, ab- what's that? That's hilarious. Dude, they just thought I was some Darrow who just didn't have a job, was just, yeah, just some beach bum. Yeah, just living off my parents and my mum's car. Because I'm like, oh, that's my mum's car out the front. Which <laughs> 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 uh, good, mate. Anyway, uh, but uh, yeah, the, uh, the oh, man, I'll never forget it. But that, that's, yeah, that's how it was. Awesome, mate. Well, this has been good. You got, you got anything to add? Any girlfriend stories? Are you good? <laughs> nah, mate, I wasn't interested in anyone when I was playing, actually. So I got a little bit older. You were just, yeah. you were just hardcore, just boom, I'm getting to the show. Yeah, I was, I was, I was straight to me sports, mate. I was into me sports and couldn't really care less about the women. Too much. I was kind of. I mean, I was. I was, a... you know, I was. I was on and off a little bit, but not too much going on uh, leading up to baseball, mate. And sports, I was just kind of focused <laughs> on that, you know. I, I was quite the heartthrob, mate. I had uh, girlfriends like... in high school. <laughs> Every other week, mate. <laughs> I had uh, girlfriends in high school and whatnot, and yeah. Right. Then afterwards, it's like, yeah, it was always that thing for for me, mate. I'd be dating some girl and. um you know, in the off season, you know, you get hot and heavy and you're, you're serious. And then you got to take off come March to go to spring training and there's tears at the airport and the whole thing. Yeah. Your mum's <laughs> rolling her eyes saying, just get up. You're going to play baseball, mate. Like, you know, sitting there, yeah. you're not married. But no, that, that was the way yeah. it went, mate. I remember back in the day. But anyway, good times, mate. This has been fun and I'm excited. Baseball's back. We've got so much to get into. We're going to have some amazing guests coming up as well. So a lot, lot to look forward to, champion. Yeah, mate. No, I'm looking forward to it um, and, and, and to seeing where everyone signs and, and how these teams all unfold, you know, just to, to see what's going on. I'm actually looking at maybe trying to get out to uh, to the Rays opening opening day possibly here. So, oh, yeah. Uh, next Friday, I believe. Or so, no, first what am training. I talking about? Not next Friday. It'll be uh, April 7th. Friday, April 7th. April 7th. Yeah. So, yeah. Try and catch opening day down there in uh, St. Pete. Yeah, man. Yeah, mate. For Looking sure. forward to baseball for sure. All right, man. It's been good. Good talking to you, mate. You Thanks to everyone. Too. Thanks to all the listeners. Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, real quick. Hey, real quick, by the way, again, uh, a lot of people have good, some good feedback. New listeners, welcome. Tell your mates. Do your thing. Subscribe. Get your all in. Allin.com. Good good stuff, mate. That was fun. Yep. Yeah, that's it, mate. They're starting to spread around the, the country all in. Uh, I know they're going to navigate their way down into California into my old stomping grounds in, in Northern California. So yes. I'll be on the lookout down there for them. Awesome, awesome all right, mate. Buddy. All the best, champion. See you, mate. You'll never say that I'm not killing them. Kill, kill, killing them. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that episode of The Top Step. Too much fun. I love having a good laugh with Grant. Sometimes people have asked me all the time, hey, what do you guys talk about when you're on the phone? Well, it's it's basically that. We just have a good laugh because we're always on the phone cracking up. I'm in front of people. Like, Who are you talking to? Oh, I'm talking to Balfour. It's been like that for years. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Make sure you subscribe. And if you can, if you want that shout out, cost 15 bucks. That's a couple of lattes here in Seattle. If you want a shout out from me uh, or Grant, it's over there. It's 15 bucks. You just go on. All that money goes towards 
raising money for Lisbon Far North Coast Baseball Association. They've had the worst floods in history. They've lost everything. I'm talking, they just paid off a pitching machine, which cost them 10 grand. And that whole thing's gone. That's what I'm talking about. Equipment, everything else. So make sure you click, go over there, click on it. I'll give you a big old shout out or a happy birthday message, whatever it may be. And the money's going to a great cause. Thank you in advance. We'll see you next week right here on the Top Step. So like hope.